beautiful thing to be able to celebrate this Mass during the evening when it's starting to get dark and we can look outside and start to recognize the stars a little bit. You know, I had three Masses earlier today. It's bright out. You don't really get to think about it. But the day we celebrate a star leading three wise men to the King, it's a beautiful thing to be doing it at dark. And darkness is, is quite a mysterious thing. And I've grown an appreciation of it recently. You know, since I was a kid, I've always loved nature shows like Planet Earth is my favorite thing. Sir David Attenborough has got one of the most incredible voices in the whole world. I, I could watch it every single day. I love it. And uh, more days than not, it's like what I put on in the background, a little timer on YouTube for at least 30 minutes to watch a little bit of Planet Earth before I pass out. But uh, recently they just came out with another uh, like nature documentary and it's the Earth at night and with like these new cameras they go outside and they're able by the light of the stars and the light of the full moon to be able to make it seem almost like daytime because you know when we go outside as humans our eyes are not exactly nocturnal that's not what they were created for we can see a little bit but it's amazing what these cameras are able to do and see all these things at night and you begin to recognize it's, it's a whole different world out there at night and what would have been the world for these, these wise men, specifically those who are interested in the stars? You know, they didn't really have quite the light pollution that we do. You know, just because of the suburbs and the city of Chicago, a lot of the stars are blacked out. But if you're ever in like North Dakota or in the middle of nowhere, you're able to recognize the true brilliance that, that these men, what wonder they would have had by looking up at the stars. And for them to be able to see something happening, maybe you heard a couple weeks ago that the same stars were there that the wise men would have had. It hasn't happened 800 years, but it was the same stars that they would have seen. And be like, wow, look at this, something important is happening. Now we know it wasn't just that star. We're pretty sure there's probably a supernatural uh, appearance as well of some sort of a star that would have, you, know, you think about, they knew Bethlehem, but for them to know which town you're trying to draw a line from the sky is pretty hard to do from a star, even if it had a couple stars. So it's probably something more important but it's so beautiful that the Lord would use the stars, these wondrous things, to show us about the Savior. And when we think about science, you know, it's often led to wonder about our Lord. And up until recently, those who, who were in the sciences, the professors, they themselves were Christians. Many of them were even like priests and monks who were doing some of the studying. And in that, they recognized like, one of the proofs for like the existence of God is how amazing the universe is that we live in. You know, we walk outside and we're like, oh, it's cold, Illinois, it's the worst. Why are we here right now? But even the fact that we're able to, to have the seasons that allow for us to, to be able to grow and, and have the different plants that provide life for us, uh, it's, it's incredible. So many things that we take for granted. I was just reading recently. You know, if gravity was just a little bit stronger, after the beginning of the universe, everything would have collapsed on itself. And if it was just the tiniest bit weaker, gravity wouldn't have been able to have the stars and the planets even form. And if the speed of light was just a bit quicker, everything would be burning up. And if it was just the slightest bit slower, you think it's cold now, it'd be a frozen tundra There'd be no possibility for life. So all of these things kind of sense that there has to be some sort of 
super intelligent design behind our universe. And the vastness of which, I don't know if you ever want to see one of those videos on YouTube where it starts to go through the sizes of all the things in the universe and it talks about like us and then a blue whale and then the biggest organisms like a tree or something like that, some of the big ones out there. And then the earth and then the sun and the sun is the biggest thing around it anywhere but in the scale of the universe it's quite small. And all of a sudden you're watching a video of the bigger stars in, in, the, in the galaxies out there and you have like a panic attack. Because you're like, it is so big, and we're on this little rock in the middle of nowhere, uh, and, and it's crazy huge how big the universe is. And in the same side of the coin, that that can give Father Claydar a slight panic attack over at the rectory, you know, watching a YouTube video for like the third time. On the other side of the coin, it speaks to a more beautiful reality. It speaks to the fact that God created all of this that God put all into play so that we could experience life on this earth. You know, you can sit back and look at the universe and say like, ah, oh, there's parallel universes and millions of parallel universes and we're just happy to have the dumb luck to be on the one where it all worked out. That's so boring. That's so incredibly boring. The fact is that for all of the different things to happen, it's one in 10 to 37 zeros behind. It's, it's crazy. It's actually more probable to think that there's a God who created it. And we celebrate the wise men coming and prostrating themselves before the king and them recognizing that they were open to a little bit of wonder. They were open to a light and the dark world. They were open to their, their, their universe being illuminated by a savior. What would it have been like for some of the most scholarly men in the whole world to walk into this simple town and this simple stable, this simple living, and to see a baby and to say, yeah, that's the king. That's the real king. And for us, we're offered that same, that same question right now. As we go through life, as we have all the different things presented to us, you know, so often we can get wrapped up in all the things we have to do and the problems in order to just put our life in the right track. But that same God who created all of this universe, He created you. He created you to love Him. He created you to receive His love. Now, brothers and sisters, as we start this new year, quite often, we have resolutions. We have opportunities to, to start anew. It's a new year. This year, we're going to be better than last year. It's a low bar. But this year, we're going to try to be better than last year. And in all these things, where is God in those, in those resolutions? To either study more and to do better in our grades, to maybe shed a few pounds and to be in better shape, or maybe to, to, to work on you know, just our own personal growth. Where is the Lord in that? Because if we make Jesus first, if we put him at the front of all these things, he lights the way. He illuminates all the other aspects of our life. And if we're open to just the tiniest bit of wonder, and like the kings, bring our gifts forward and place them on this altar, 
He'll blow us away with his love. He'll blow us away with his plans for each and every one of us. Because at the end of the day, what these three wise men brought to the king, their precious items, gold, frankincense, myrrh, these precious items. But compared to those things, you are way more precious. You are infinitely more honored. And the Lord is saying, I created you. Will you allow me to live through you, to illumine all the different aspects of your life, and to light the way for you, so that you don't have to live in darkness. So these are the things we, we, we question. These are the things we ponder. And these are the things in a few short moments as we receive that same Savior, that same Christ into our hearts, we ask that question. Will you let him light your way? Will you let him guide your year? Will you make Jesus first?